We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I got a question for you. If you have a chair with a stain that can't come out, do you have to get rid of the whole chair? Or can we just get one of those things I find online that it's like a fitted sheet that covers your whole entire chair, hugs it like a a whore and... A whore's hug? I didn't know whore's hug. Hugs it like a whore sucks a dick. What? It's a family show, bro. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's one of those fitted sheets, but it goes on your furniture instead of just your mattress. To answer your question... It depends on the attachment to the chair. If you love the chair, then yeah, you could get one of those things and it'll look brand new. The chair in question that you're talking about has been vomited on, has been peed on. It's not comfortable. It no longer fits Shams and I. He says all the time we need a bigger chair so that we can read again together because we can't read together now in that chair. So as far as that chair goes, it's a wrap. Welcome, you dainty divas, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. Hey, Thanksgiving, check, check, done, behind us. I'm like happy. There was a sigh of relief. Last we left them, we were in the McGuire's guest room doing podcasts. That was a good one. We're back home. We're back home. We're back in LA. No blackouts on the way back? No. Because I didn't take an edible. Yeah, she Well, did. we drank a fuck ton. You drank a fuck ton. We got to the airport, you guys, and all the drinking I didn't do while we were in New York. No, you did on the way out. You did at I the did. house. Oh, yeah. You and Liz Taylor. Not the Liz Taylor. Uh, she's oh, long she's the Liz Taylor. I guess now she is because the other one's dead. But, yeah, she came over. You two got into the Peak 7 uh, and made a mess of it. And then uh, we got to the airport, and Mama took down like half a bottle of wine. I'm like a rewards girl, so I like to say, all right, so Tommy and I had all these contests going. And the morning of our return to L.A., he was like, I'm going to go do 10 things. And when I get back, you're still going to be folding napkins. I don't know what you're talking about. You were like, I'm going to go to the bagel shop, to Brothers, to Villa, to UPS, to... Yeah, all this stuff, and then when I come back, and I you're not going to do anything. And you're still not going to be ready. And you still weren't ready. And so I took that challenge on, and I was like, hey, Liz. So my girlfriend Liz came over on like the last day of the trip when she basically came over, and we just did like shout out to Listen, shout out to Liz Tales. She lives you know, in the city, and as we expressed on the last podcast, it's fucking difficult to get around now in New York. And she came all the way from the city to the bottom of Queens, to just see us before we got on an airplane. Then she went right back home. And something about me since I was a teenager, I always wanted to do the same thing with my best friends. Like, I just want to hang out. I don't want to do anything. We could, like, hop in the car, run errands, hang out. Like, I just love the vibe of hanging out with no agenda. So... Liz Taylor has many names. I call her LT. I call her Liz. 
But she came over the day of the trip. She had a fuck ton to do. She's a big writer for like important periodicals, you know, things. And uh, she comes over and I was like, hey, when Tommy gets back, we have to be fully zipped up and all the bags have to be by the door. And they weren't. Uh, they were. It's just the ones that I left was because we had so much time to spare that Shams might have needed access to okay. the carry-on. Okay. But last we spoke, we were going to the wedding. The wedding was good. It was long. There was a hiccup on the way. We did have a three-hour delayed drive into the city just to go 10 miles. But we're not going to harp on the traffic because we've already talked about that ad nauseum. It was just heartbreaking to miss the ceremony. uh, We do have one of our listeners, though. She actually lives in in Howard Beach. Or I'm sorry, she commutes to Howard Beach. She's a teacher at 146. And she was very adamant in her agreement with me. About? That the traffic is fucking ridiculous. Matter of fact, she's she's looking to leave New York straight because of it once she retires. She could retire in a few years. Yeah. yeah. Well... But again, it, we're not was, looking to harp on traffic. You know? No, it's not that. It's just that it's... um When you have somewhere to go and you have a one t- once-in-a-lifetime life event... And you're stuck in bumper to bumper. I, I don't know about but once like, in a whatever. lifetime. It's not a once in a lifetime event. I've been to. Are weddings. you insinuating that my friends are going to get a divorce? No, and I'm. Marry? I'm, ins- I'm insinuating that I've been to probably fifty weddings in my life. It's not a once in a lifetime event. Well, your friends are married happily. Okay. All of your friends are married happily. No, there's a few that've been divorced. Like who? A few. Anyway, <sighs> we had a really nice night. The kids stayed with the grandparents. Yeah. We. I, I felt good in my skin. I think I like got out of the shower, like kind of did a blowout. I'm just always trying to impress my husband and pretty much nobody that's other not, than myself. That's not true. You're trying to impress yourself a lot. Yes. Like you don't, and you've I lost a standards. lot of you've lost a lot of weight. So my wife is really enjoying looking at herself in the mirror. I'm so making a, an effort. It's a lot of what outfit should I wear? Should I wear this outfit? Should I wear that outfit? Should I wear this? Does my makeup look good? Like she took two hours today to get ready for a podcast that we sit at our kitchen table to do. You know, no, it was because of the Patreon. I'm doing content for Patreon. Okay. And okay. not just that, but I think that when you're in a hole, like an emotional, like you want to make more of an effort and that's all. Okay. I didn't realize you were in an emotional hole. But You all right. didn't? No. Well, what do you news. Know? What do you know? Um, so amazing night. Shout out to Daniel and Meredith. Oh my God. Such a beautiful wedding. Such a beautiful, warm reception. The speeches. Yeah, they had, uh, for, for future, for anybody else out there, uh, if you're going to have a wedding and you're going to invite people, like, you know, more than a handful, and you're a vegan, don't push your fucking beliefs on everybody else. It wasn't party. vegan. It was vegetarian. It was, close enough, bro. You know what? They didn't actually need you at the wedding. They I, just wanted me. I, okay. I only invited you so that I didn't have to go alone. But I would have happily taken Albert instead. You could have next, next time. No problem. But what I'm saying, and listen, I, Kaplan's awesome. His, his wife is awesome. All I'm saying, there's going to be most of the people at your party are not going to be vegan. Most, first of all, okay. Or vegetarian. So you clearly don't know. We were at an intimate surrounding of close friends and family. Yeah. And yeah, you do. You respect the laws of the person that you're around. I I, I disagree. Have I think you ever if you're gonna have in... guests, 
that you have to accommodate for the guests. Why? Because you were going to skip a meal? We were worried you were going to eat yeah, one I did, I didn't eat all steak. day. I didn't eat all day. I didn't know that I was walking into a cheese, like a fondue factory. Okay. I didn't know that that's what was going on. Okay. So, and what, fucking eight hours? This eight hours of fucking no, no, nothing that was killed? Why? How long, the, how long are the weddings that you go to? A few hours. Six to midnight. Six to midnight. Yeah, seven Sounds to midnight. like a marriage in the wrecking one, before maybe. it even started. Not three thirty to fucking midnight, and then another after party after that. By the Whoa. way, you guys. So Whoa. Whoa. at the after party, oh listen, a bunch of girls pulled out their Jordans. Forget all that noise. You guys can settle something. Oh, and, and you know, hit us in the DMs. Such a juicy Let us topic. know what you think. But the wedding is for family. The ceremony. The reception is for the guests and for like the people for the, you know, to party. Bullshit. And there's the difference. She thinks that no, everybody goes to the wedding. And I think that no, I think that that's more intimate. I think that's for the family. I think that's for like the very close immediate family friends. But, you know, when you have 100 people that you're inviting, I don't <sighs> think 100 people are going to the wedding or should be. It's like a funeral. Everybody goes to the wake. Right, you pay your respects, but not everybody goes to the to the burial at the cemetery because this is you know that's for family and real close friends. I've never been more disgusted in my life. Let's. Well, you heard it a week ago, so. So, whatever, guys. There's like a hundred thousand of you out there listening. One of you, please tell me that you hear me, and let's move on because I don't need anybody's fucking opinion about we were stuck in the car. Okay, and I have what it'll go down as one of my biggest regrets in life. Okay, let's move on. We walked in; they were giving mid speeches. Fuck (laughs) you! It's just scarring for me. What did we walk in during a speech? It didn't happen. Can we talk about last night when a dog died in the middle of the night? I I don't necessarily... I'd rather talk about that. I don't necessarily know if it was a dog, but something was murdered last night. It wasn't a dog? I don't know if... Wait, you're backtracking. You guys, we have to tell you what happened. It's three o'clock in the morning. I'm operating on mm, four hours sleep. Now, because of three o'clock in the morning. Yes. Yeah, she she slept she slept like a baby till three. Until three a.m. Yeah, but I was already up because again I had heard, I heard it. What happened? There was the you hear. Listen, we live in the mountains. If there were no houses here, you know, it would be we're encroaching on their property. Yeah, it'd be real wilderness like. You know, there's there's animals out here, and from time to time you hear an animal get murdered. And last night, an animal got murdered. I I thought it was a dog originally. But then when you heard like it's whimpers, like it's it's death whimper, um, I don't know. It might have been something else. Like what? Like I, see, to me, I was thinking like maybe a coyote. But what's gonna kill the coyote out here? You know? An owl? No, a raccoon might. A raccoon might get at that thing the right way and cut. You know, they they're a wild animal. They got long claws, sharp teeth. You know, but it, the, something got murdered. Toya heard it originally, and Toya like she'll she'll do random barks throughout the course of the night. Uh, like, as I, we've told that nauseam, I, I don't sleep real well. So, like, I, I'm half asleep most of the time anyway. So, she'll bark here and there. But it's like, you know, just the, the house creaks or some shit. Last night, she barked like one of her comrades in arms was being murdered. She was very, you know, sympathetic. And then you woke up and she couldn't go back to sleep. She was traumatized. I just hear Toya going, hmm, or like it was a combo. And then... Tommy, just to fuck me up even deeper, taps me on the shoulder 
while we're like next to each other in bed. And he's like, yo, you, you, yo, you hear that? Did you hear that? Yo, you hear that? Cause, cause you heard. Cause I thought it was a bird chirping. No. I honestly did. I honestly thought it was just like a bird <laughs> going like, fucking, mm-hmm. fucking Belle living in a, she, she's living in a Disney movie. This lady, I thought it was birds chirping. And then <sighs> he goes, it was a dog dying. And then you hear like the last three whimpers and then silence. Yeah. Yeah. And then Toya confirming what he's saying. In my mind, I was like, I can't sleep now. I have to mourn. I'm at a funeral. I couldn't <laughs> sleep. I stayed awake for the rest of the night, no, for the rest she of the did, day. What she did almost immediately was like, I can't sleep now. This is too much. She grabbed her phone. She said, I'm going upstairs, and I want to see if I could find it or find the dog and then she was gone for the rest of the night well also we've been reunited with our toya yeah the goldfish lived we had my mom has been taking care of the kids i'll tell you too these fucking goldfish are getting bigger and bigger every time i look at them they're so cute they look gigantic they look like you know flounder at this point do you think they need a bigger tank yeah i think they need a bigger boat bro they're definitely way bigger than when you originally had them and i've like oh well that's no, but every time I see them, they look like substantially bigger. They're growing like weeds. And they love each other. They do. They love each other. You can see them passionately embrace each other from time to time. Peak 7 Vodka is the fastest growing vodka company on the East Coast. It's American-made, high-quality, easy-drinking vodka, handcrafted, seven times distilled, using pure Rocky Mountain spring water, and 100% high-quality corn mash. Peak 7 comes in two flavors, original and peach. Go to the Peak 7 website, P-E-A-K, the number 7, vodka.com. And give them a follow on Instagram at Peak 7 Vodka. Peak 7 Vodka ships throughout the continental United States and free shipping when you order three bottles or more when you use the code Till the dirt. Once again, the code is Till the dirt. Always drink responsibly. Cheers. All right, so we're back in L.A., and we jumped right into life. Well, we came back to L.A. for a reason, so that because we, we didn't want to leave Vita alone for Thanksgiving. Of course, exactly. So we could have uh, easily have stayed in New York for Thanksgiving. Everyone wanted us to. Yes. and uh, I was we, like, nope. We couldn't do it to... Can't we, leave Vita. Yeah. Meanwhile, we weren't... It wasn't like we were going to do anything. We were going to someone else's house for Thanksgiving, and we were bringing Vita along. And this year was brand new. Like, this was the first time we've ever done... These new friends. <laughs> yes. My I wife's think, fantasy couple. She loves I them. I think that Brangelina, and that's their official name, Have mm. is this the debut of Brangelina? I, I know you've been calling them that for a while. Might oh, be the I debut have? on the podcast, but you've definitely been calling them Brangelina for a minute. Oh, yeah. Everyone I introduce them to, I'm like, this is Brangelina, and they are way more into me. Than I am into them. It's nonsense. And they were like, yeah, let's do Thanksgiving together. And I was like, fine. Yeah, sure. She and was then, oh my God, they invited us. Oh my God, they invited us. We have to be back in LA. And we then, have to be back in LA. Uh-huh. And then I was like, well, if you're going to host, thank God, then we will bring the food. And she was like, okay, cool. Not, so well, not the food. We'll bring some food. They were having the No, turkey. but I was willing to do anything not to have it at To my get house. invited. So then I was like, okay, great. We'll bring whatever food. He, uh, Tommy makes a good ham. I'll do potatoes. I'll do like two to three different kinds of potatoes. And I was like, and we'll bring dessert. She's like, don't worry. My mom is going to bake 10 pies from scratch. The only rule for Thanksgiving 
that my new BFF has is nothing from a box. Everything's from scratch. So everything is real. And we did it. Well, this is just to reaffirm, in case people don't know, this is the parents of the a kid that goes to school with shams. Which they're, is crazy. They're friends, like their who, buddy. Who becomes so close with their kids' schoolmates that they spend Thanksgiving together? I'm sure a lot. You know, this Well, was her a, husband is a Mets fan, and he's from Brooklyn, and you're from Queens, and you're a Mets fan. Yeah. That's another part of the connection. They, um, and I also don't judge her. And I have this feeling that because... She's so pretty that people just don't want to be friends with her. Oh, and you're That's so pretty theory. too, so you know what it's like. You could sympathize. Mm, I'm not Brangelina. Okay. Listen, she can't shine your shoes, kid. Oh. Yeah. It all takes everybody's got different tastes. She's all right. Oh yeah. Listen, it's okay. We just I think in my mind's eye that she You sound like your mother right now. Dude. I think I think like I'm easy like Sunday morning. You yeah. know, like Lionel Richie. Yeah. And I think that she probably has girls that are probably like not comfortable around her beauty. Mm. And the fact that I am very comfortable and I probably make her laugh. And therefore, like she warmed up to me. Okay. And her husband and you have a lot in common. Yeah. You're both from the boroughs of New York and Mets fans. Yes. And we play fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah. And By the way, you guys who can't watch this, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm so rolling my eyes that I'm cross-eyed because fantasy football is for guys like him and me and, you know, probably 10 million others. No. Yeah, you're right. It's like Bravo TV. Fucking no. a mass pilgrimage of women going across the fucking country to go fucking sit down with women that they see on TV. Uh, yeah. What am I thinking? Fantasy football's crazy. Yeah. You don't care about teams. No, I don't. I care about my, the guys on my fantasy team. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. can we talk about the dinner now? Yeah, dinner. Uh, but again, for weeks, for weeks, it's been established that I'm bringing the ham and she's making the potatoes. And Three sides. I got to tell you something, man. It's a real big responsibility, dude. Like the mashed potatoes are a central figure to the thanksgiving meal it's not like oh i have this great recipe for brussels sprouts and i'll bring them who gives a fuck some people might eat them some people might not everybody's fucking having the mashed potatoes yes so you're really throwing your hat in the ring when you say that i'm gonna bring the potatoes yeah so i've been real worried because listen my wife she's not a bad cook she just has a horrible attention span (laughs) it's like fucking like like i said it's like watching a butterfly race like they just go in different directions yeah and you know, cooking requires attention to detail and just paying attention. That's what 90% of cooking is. You can follow any recipe, especially nowadays, too. YouTube, anything out there. You just got to fucking be you know, diligent and keep paying attention. So I, And with something like mashed potatoes, you can't just add lip. You know what I mean? You can't just forget a step or like oh, do something too long. It's sensitive. You know what I mean? So I was very worried. Your name's on that shit? Yeah, no, I would tell you to leave. Yeah. I would tell you, yo, man, do me a favor. Get your fucking kid and get the fuck out. You bring these shitty potatoes to my I'll house. Gar- I'll guarantee you one thing. 
people may not be eating the Brussels sprouts, but every, every motherfucker is having the mashed. It's literally what I just said. Like I said, they, you, <laughs> literally what I just said just shows how she tunes me out, and that's awesome. But yeah, like I said, it's a central part of the Thanksgiving meal. You fuck it up, there's, everybody's going to know. Like, word's going to spread like wildfire. There's one more before, thing. Before, like, the end of that Thanksgiving. Who made these fucking, who made these potatoes? Oh, the, the fucking Persian Then brought, she tells the me. The Persian brought, brought a mother. It's not, no, at first she said, it's just going to be you and us. Like, six of us. Well, that's know? true. That's then true. she springs on me that it's like ni- 29 people. Yeah, no. It was, then it, next thing we know, we're bringing all of our folding chairs over to their house. Yes. They're adding extenders and yes. tables and outdoor seating. But more importantly, as this guest list grows, what's the worst thing that now happens? What? There's no fucking leftovers. Oh, wait, 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 you wait, know, wait, like wait. Like the last fucking three years, man. Wait. That's, you, I don't want to cook ahead. Thanksgiving. You're skipping ahead. I'm really not. All the recipes that are on, you know, Martha Stewart for um, oh, yeah, potatoes. She's been, she's been watching them <laughs> on repeat for because again, she, my wife. You can tell how she did in school too. She's the type she don't study till this for this test. I cram. till the fucking night before. Like she didn't give a fuck. She was like, yeah, potatoes. Who gives a shit? Nah, fuck I was the watching potatoes. in New York. Who cares about potatoes? Who gives a fuck? And then you know, rubber meets the road. All of a sudden, like less than twelve hours, we got you got to start making some potatoes. You can see her franticness. She no. understood. She understood. Remember, she, we were in New York, and you were like, "I'm proud of you because you sent yourself a recipe." Yeah, no, I, I'll take that back. For leaks, she's been checking in on it but the night before like it was non-stop from emerald to martha stewart emerald to fucking, he's yeah, got a- like every guy like anybody with a potato no, recipe I'm- she was watching on repeat and on loop for okay. like the last 12 hours up until making the potatoes can i can i tell you i don't they, have a food scale and they came every- out excellent <laughs> yeah that's the other thing too whenever you watch these what? things they're like they, they got say, all these opt- all these things they don't they tell all- you five potatoes ten potatoes but, but it's not just that it's like they're in a professional chef kitchen like yeah, yeah take out your thickamarrow and you, you cut it with this you're like what the fuck is i don't have one of those you know what i mean yeah no, no they don't ever say ten potatoes none yeah. of the recipes they all just go like Four pounds of potatoes. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What is a pound? Yeah. I don't know how much pounds of. Yeah. Am I supposed to go put it on our weight scale for the humans? Yeah. You definitely don't get the recipe specific for how much butter per potato how and how people? much people portion. Right. Yeah. The through line of the mashed potatoes is it has to be served immediately. There's no reheating mashed potatoes. Well, there is. It just takes a little, little it takes no. a little out of it. All the cooks, all the chefs said there's no reheating mashed potatoes. Of course potatoes. there is. You don't think people eat every fucking leftovers of mashed potatoes? For Thanksgiving? You think that everybody's like, oh, fuck it. They're cold after them against the wall? Obviously, people eat mashed potatoes the next fucking day, dude. There's, there's excess potatoes. All but I'm I understand you. they taste their best when they're hot. Like, if you were being on a cooking show and they wanted your fucking mashed potatoes, you're going to serve them right away hot. Like, there's some there's some other meals that you would make where you wouldn't give them the food right away. You let it sit for a little like bit. Like a tomato sauce. Certain certain. And certain meats, you want it to sit in its juices for a little while before you're going to let it eat. With mashed potato, you're eating that shit right away. Right away. Because it's one of, you're going to really taste most of the ingredients. And listen, she did a fucking excellent job. And I made pa- were potatoes very, au gratin as well. They were very, 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 very good. You know, as I said, there was no so, fucking oh, leftovers. I, I didn't even tell you about all the guys that came up to me at the Thanksgiving dinner. But hold on. There's another dish that I made called potatoes au gratin, yeah, which is French. They've heard of it. Okay. So 
fucking Jeff Boyardee. He and his bride. She fucking <laughs> talked to you people like you're never. There's a food out there. It's just in case. A- it's called potatoes or gratin. There's something else out there. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's called popcorn. You popcorn. Know like, yeah, popcorn. Yeah. So here's how you make potatoes or gratin. They don't need to know. You can you watch put, the fucking I just want to tell you. You put the butter in the pan. Next. Once the butter melts, you add the flour. And then once the flour dissolves, you're like stirring it. And then you add half a teaspoon of salt, half a teaspoon of whatever, pepper, maybe garlic, cloves, whatever. And you you add the potatoes, thin slice. You're killing. Like I would would put my head through a fucking... Do the Did you like the gratin potatoes too? If I heard too? this, if I heard you telling me this, did you like the potatoes? Yeah, they were great. Like I said. by the way, really good thing you got me the horseradish cheese. That was such a good touch. Yeah, I um, horseradish cheese. And all this was going on. Well, the good thing was Vita was supposed to come over here on Wednesday and thank stay God over she to didn't. Thursday. I cleaned the whole day. Literally, thank God she didn't because it would have been a lot. There was uh, it was a mess. But just you know, she can't help. You know how but you tell my wife what to do. Uh, and so she was there cooking all day, watching. She would have been telling her, and, and I promise you, Vita could have don't, don't know what the fuck potatoes or gratin is. My mom has never cooked anything yeah. that's not Persian. Yeah, you know, but she's literally you, never cooked she'll anything. She'll tell that's you not what Persian. to do. I know she freaked out because when literally when she pulled up, I was leaving. Oh, she had a meltdown. I was leaving because to go, of the wind. But not just that. Leah, she talked about the wind for fucking eight hours. She was so like, mad. like someone was gonna go turn it off. Like, it you know like what a, I mean? Like, what are we doing with this wind? I'm yeah. like, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll go tell him. Yeah. I'll go tell him no more wind. Mother nature, yeah, pipe down. Yeah, take it easy. But no, she pulled up, and I was taking the hand, like. Because, you know, when you travel with Persians, especially two Persian broads, you go in shifts. You don't go right away, dude. Like, they, it's going to be a while. Like, they were supposed to be there at 2. He said, be here at 2. My wife literally said to me, but that's not a real thing, right? Like, 2, 2.30, that's the same thing, right? <laughs> like, no, it's not. Okay. You know, when they do a NASA liftoffs, they don't say, ah, it's the same thing. But long story short, V didn't even get here till 2.30. So, like, yeah. yeah. So, they were both late. So, like, just to kind of, you know, let them know we're not flaking, we're still coming, I took over the early portions of the food. Like, I made two tri-tip and I made the ham. I and, didn't know about the tri-tip. Yeah, I made two tri-tip. Was that a hit? I might have went the fastest. I, never I thought even that heard nobody was going to eat steak at Thanksgiving. I really didn't. But that went like, that was gone. But I think they put that out before like everybody sat appetizer. down. Yeah, so I think people were picking at it. That's and nice. it was perfectly bought. That's nice. Like they came out perfect. But she saw me going in the car with the food. And she got pissed. Right? <laughs> Why are you taking Where that? Are you going? Where are you going Where are you with you that going? tri-tip? Yeah, and then as I've expressed, you know, ad nauseum, on this show, even last year, talking about it, I'm a big proponent of the leftovers at Thanksgiving, man. They mean a lot. So I got actually to-go containers for them, for like the house, so that everybody could take their leftovers. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, and she was like, what? Why are you bringing... But what about us? You know, it's like, don't worry, man. We'll have leftovers. And then, Tommy uh, comes up with this idea and that... she was right. There wasn't any. There wasn't any. There really wasn't any leftovers, so, so I had to make Thanksgiving again yesterday. You come back to the house with a ceiling-high stacked to-go containers. Well, Costco and had I was a, like, they were like, they were, they were a pack of he 25. is doing this for the 30 people, and I was like, that's really nice and thoughtful. I just want to see the look on people's faces when you bring that in. 
I brought it in. It was fun. They went over real well. It was genius. They it was were like, like, oh, this is genius. Thank you. Yeah, because we don't have to, because that's the other thing, too. When you're going out, everybody's taking your dishes. And so then and you got to worry about getting it back or getting your shit back. And sometimes, you know, case in point, these are friends from school. You know what I mean? It's not like your your sister was over your house all the time. You know, so sometimes she's, we still have their fucking shit from when they brought us stuff. I just brought it back yesterday. Okay, so after Fourth of July. Yeah, it's been a minute. Six months later. Yeah, you know. And then she was like, "I go, this is yours. We've had it." She's like, "What? This is mine." <laughs> she doesn't remember. It might as well have given it back to us immediately. And it was or obviously never. part of a set. So yeah, it's like I said. I you just can't bought- be petty and ask for your shit back. Come on, it's you know weird. I mean? it's, it's, weird. It's, it's not very, even that it's weird. You forget, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. you might think about it in the moment, but if you don't pick up the phone and say, "Oh yeah, my thing is still in your house. Can I get that? Because I use it." Then it's gone, bro. The circles we run with, they have too much pride. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I said to Tommy, I was like, fuck, because I want to get myself dolled up and I want to put a cute outfit on and take a shower and blow up my hair. And then Tommy was like, uh, what time are we going? And I go, do you think if I get ready by 1.30, that'll be enough time to make the au gratin and the mashed? And he was like, yeah, but you better start getting ready now. Well, yeah, the, my psychological approach to it was... If she's ready and then cooks, at least she's ready. Yes. You that know, because if, if it was if it worked the other way where she cooked and then went to get ready, the potatoes would everybody would have been cold. There would be fucking Christmas before we went to the house. So yeah. it worked out. So I go, Tommy, just can you just drop off the ham and the th- and I didn't know you had a tri tip too. Yep. And, and then, those are doors. So are his house. Yeah. So their house is like two minutes away. So they just could just go drop something off and come back, and it's like two shakes of lamb's hair. In, in L.A., dude, that's unheard of. It yeah. really is like two minutes away. Like Shams didn't have a sweater. Instead of borrowing one, you came back home to grab I, one. Yeah, I went home, got him a sweater, and came Which, back. Nobody there was even a noticed. Closet that. full of. Yeah, I he, did. But. Shams is jacked. Bro. That's Sham, I love Shams. Him. Shams is a lot bigger than than the other kid. No, there's Shams okay. is jacked, bro. He's right. like, you know, he's like baby Schwarzenegger, dude. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Meanwhile, you brought back like a 3T and he's like a yeah, 6T. Yeah, I wanted to show the guns off. So you go to the house, you drop off the steak and the ham and what else? And the, your to-go boxes? No, the hors d'oeuvre platter. Oh, yeah, you had made a whole bunch of orders. Well, Costco had like the, these pastry hors d'oeuvres. Did they like those? They were very, your mother loved them. Oh, your she ate the whole thing. Oof. <laughs> Thank God I didn't even see those. Your mother loved them. You would think I was like intermittent fasting them. on Thanksgiving. Your mother loved them, man. That woman so, compounded, dude. She compounded three plates, dude. She sat there that through one. And that's even plates. before dinner. And that was that's not dessert. You come back, my mom comes in the house and she was mad at the wind. Big mad. Yeah. Like literally angry at the wind. What is this wind? It's only windy here. It's yeah. Not windy she, what is this wind is not in Beverly Hills? Yeah, she's all pissed. You know? She's all pissed. Steve Martin. All right, guys, shut the wind off. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin wrote in the movie LA Story, yeah. the city council of Beverly Hills voted against it. So no wind. Okay. Yes. So she comes in super unsettled with Toya and immediately starts cooking for Toya. 
Bro, it's crazy. I was Toy, like, Toya looks like she needs to go on like she needs fat camp. Yeah, she well, needs a yeah, thin intervention. Club, what was that? What was that? Yeah, thin yeah, intervention. Yeah, man. Uh, it's granted, she smells great. She she must have been washed in rose petals for a fucking week. True. She smells phenomenal. Her hair looks the best it's looked in a very long oh, time. Oh, Toya's hair. Yeah. Okay. But she's fat as a fucking house, dude. Yeah. She looks like and she wakes like, up the, like in the what was that Hansel and Gretel when they were trying to fatten the kids up before they put them in the oven. That's what she looks like, bro. She starts cooking for the dog. And I'm like, legit cooking, mother. Legit cooking, dude. We're late. Like, like you shouldn't need more than four ingredients you to fucking make something for a dog, dude. Why are you cooking yeah. for her? Yeah, We're going somewhere. <laughs> yes, well, there's gonna be Jesus shit Christ. Food. Yeah. Then she looks at me and she goes, "Is that a scared new?" And she hates it when I buy something new. So I was like, "No, mom, I've had it forever." She goes, "It looks like you old." <laughs> But this might sound like, oh, wow, you had one of those days with Vita. It actually was quite, she was on her best behavior. Like, I had warned him. I was like, yo, bro. Who, him, Jason? Yeah, I was like, you know, my mother-in-law might say something real fucked up to somebody. Okay. You know, don't drown her in the pool or anything. Well, you know, we'll have to, we'll we'll deal with it. did he say? He just laughed. Yeah, he laughs at everything. I'm like, all right. Raise yourself. I'm like, all right. Remember, remember you laughed. This part. Remember you laughed. Remember this chuckle. Remember this whimsical laugh. He does. You know, but she was on her best behavior. Matter of fact, Mm -hmm. you guys can look at my social media. Okay. Vita was caught pushing. Another child oh, yes. on the swings. She initiated it too. She asked him. It was his kid. It was their kid. Whatever, dude. She Did felt- you think she fucking knew it was their kid? She I had don't no know. idea. We need bro. to talk about it. She had no fucking clue. She and she said, Would you like to go in the swings? What? Bro, I was fucking faded. If I was eating, I would have choked. You and I were together. Yeah, we yeah. got to see that part. Yeah, and she put, you know, she pushed him like not for like two or three pushes either. She pushed him for a minute. That, that, that was amazing. That that was a fucking Thanksgiving miracle. Yeah. Well, thank God it was only like two minutes away from our house because when we get there, I feel good. Angelina Jolie is in the driveway to meet me and my mom. And she's like there. And I was like, what happened? We were going to get dressed up like sluts. And she's like, no, I decided to do jeans. And then my mom was like, you couldn't wear the skinny jean like her. And I was like, really, mom? I thought skinny jeans with holes in them were like, you know. Not frowned upon. Yeah, not Thanksgiving attire. But of course, because it's on somebody else, she's praising it. Yes. Right? Yes. So I've got a ratchet, ragged, old outfit with bad fabric, uh, and I'm terrible. Uh, so we What go- dumpster do you fall out of? Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, her vagina, <laughs> that dumpster. Anyway. Oh, man. So. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that's a sharp one. That has a bite to it. I mean, right. where did I come from? Everything's cute. We walk in. Everybody is there. The only people that arrived after us was this one other couple, hot couple. Totally hot. So our friends have two very cool married children friends. Uh One of them expecting. Yeah. I'm expecting a play date in the near future. Both of them still stayed back in the Hollywood Hills. I found that shocking. Did you? You are with children and stayed through pandemic in the war zone of West Hollywood. Well, the hills aren't bad. No. The hills are alive with the sound of music, too. I guess. 
Yeah, the hills aren't bad. But if you're if you're like on the ground, ground zero, walking around West Hollywood, it's not as it's not as nice as it used to be. I'll tell you. You got to be ready for anything. Someone got pistol whipped. I think like two days before Thanksgiving. Like, oh shit! I mean, someone really wanted their cranberry sauce. Glad I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, we're like talking and mingling, and you know, I'm you know just trying to connect with people that are gravitating toward me. And there was a guy that was excited with about, a, excited about your mashed potatoes. No, about you. Oh, this guy comes up to me and Unless. he was like, you know what? I was homesick for New York. Then I, you know, Spoke met you your hus- husband and hung out with him. For and two now, minutes now, I'm good. <laughs> and I, I feel I, like I I'm back, back home. Yeah, I don't want to go back. Thanks, very much. And <laughs> I feel like why I, I moved. No, he yeah. said, now I don't feel homesick anymore. Yeah. And then he had a friend and they were like both from there. And like, he was like. Yeah, they actually had a few. They, they had all a few. had Mets fans. No, but they were few like kids, you know, friends from a young age. To all have moved out here, you know, that's cool. Good for them. I think that's and, awesome. And so it would be like as if Johnny and Billy and all the McCaves and all your friends like just lived well, out here. Well, not that many, but yeah, pick four Five. of them. Pick, a, you know, a handful of my friends and they said they're all going to move out here. And again, not like bosom buddy type shit. Like they, this one lives in, you know, they, they don't live far. They well, get together sometimes. They, it's have, not like, they have chosen to live in different parts of LA. Yeah. Like, but I'm saying, like, you know, they, they came out here to be in L.A. They didn't come out to be, like, bros. They came out to live in the blue skies and sunshine. So when I met these hot couples that were attractive and had chosen to stay in the hills, I was like, wow, that's, like, pretty baller status. But, like, how do you do it? So the biggest compliment that a woman can receive at this day and age. You can't look sick. So what do you, th- what do you think I'm going to say? That you already the, know? Yeah, the guy complimented your potatoes. No. Well, you seem pretty happy about that. That was good. Then you I, wanted I to, want to talk about that. Then you wanted to break down whether or not it was a real compliment. You weren't sure if That's you were. That's not what I was going to say. You asked me a question. That was more than I thought you were going to say. I don't okay. know what your the best compliment you're going to say is. There your was, mother didn't say fucking thing mean to me. The husband that had a beard mm. had a tall brunette oh. wife. Oh. And she saw me standing with her son and her husband and like ran over to me from all the way from the inside all the way to the outside. That's right. Oh, that's when that, that kid got thrown over the table. Yeah, she she mm-hmm. she that one. She threw the kid over the table to come sprint at you because mm. she was worried no. that you were going to break up their family marriage. That's what it was at the Thanksgiving. That's what it was. Yeah, sure. And that is the best compliment you could get when a bitch get catty. You know what I mean? So when a bitch breaks a glass and says, "Back up off my man." Well, oh, I still got it, girl. Well, no. Let's tell the story in a way that we can face them tomorrow when we see them and they've listened to this episode. Okay. Okay. This is what happened. She didn't know I had you. She didn't know I had champs. Mm. She thought that I was just that tart at the party yeah. with the high hand boots. The, hand the rocks the cradle, dude. Because I was the red yeah. skirt girl yeah. with the over-the-knee suede zip-up boots. Sitting on laps. Singing. With tits yeah. and all of that. I was wearing a turtleneck, but yeah. it was still titties. Yeah. And basically, she was Santa also baby. sexy. Yeah. No, but she was also sexy oh. and everything. But an effortless beauty. One of those, like, I don't have to do shit. I I wasn't in the bathroom for three hours before we came here. The best compliment when you see a a girl that's, like, prettier than you and, like, taller and skinnier and stylish and natural and tiny little da-da-da-da. And then she was threatened by me because she didn't know who I was and she couldn't 
feel comfortable with me standing near her son until she came out to like stake her claim. And I was like, girl, you ain't got nothing to worry about. I got this guy over here. Yeah, you don't have to pee on my leg. Nope. Yeah. But I still took that compliment all the way in. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Yeah. And then the other couple that was also really attractive thought I was really funny. You might get that dream of the thruple that you've been looking for because I'm not looking for that. I don't know, man. You keep talking about these beautiful couples and that they like you. And I am so happy that they like you. It's just called socializing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Socializing out of a pandemic. Okay. All right, well, I don't want to talk about anything else Thanksgiving-related. I just want to say the cherry pie was good. Well, I do. I want to just say thanks, you know, to you guys. And I didn't last week point out that I'm real thankful for everybody in Fight Club that gives me books, man. Uh, you guys are awesome. I can't do this without you. And uh, I really appreciate the gesture. You know, it's Christmas. December's coming up. I actually still need books. So if you want to send more, again, I really, really do appreciate it. But even if you never send another one, I just want you to know that I'm thankful for you. And I really appreciate that you helped me out with it. And there is a very special person. Fan of the week, Teresa Tucker, no? Yeah, I'm looking for it on the paper. We saved the dog's life, apparently. Oh. But speaking of dogs, we did lose one over the course of the night, but we actually saved one, too. Teresa Tucker drove across country with the dog that she rescued to get a new home, and during her drive, she listened to all the Till the Dirt episodes. And the she way just that she to, wrote it was so much nicer. She just wanted to thank us, and uh, we thank you, Teresa, very, very much. Uh, we're happy that you uh, you found that dog a new home. Oh, I didn't even talk about the aerobics class that I took in New York. So on the Saturday of the Kaplan wedding, I woke up at the crack of dawn to do a workout class. It was 9 o'clock. Shout out to Claudia, the baddest bitch of Howard Beach. She led a class that just completely... Yeah, she does, she, at, at Limitless Gym, she gives... Uh, class. So if you guys are in Queens or in that area and you want to take a, a really tough, uh, like I guess ro aerobics type class, she's badass. And my wife uh, came out home exhausted. And her son is shout out little Johnny. He has started a business called. He's in uh, college, so he's just you know trying to make some side money. It's uh, called Light It Up. It's at light underscore it underscore up underscore NYC. I'm actually going to give you his phone number, too. It's 718-440-0141. If you guys need someone to do your Christmas lights, he's all about it. He's and he's he's. He, I saw a few of the houses, man. He's doing a great job at it. So shout out to Johnny. If anybody out there wants to give him a call, tell him that you call him from Till the Dirt, and I'm sure he'll give you a nice deal. And it's free estimates, so he'll come out there and check it out. He's hustling, man. He's doing trying to do some, you know, make his way in the world. And I respect it, and I, I appreciate his hustle, and I wish him the best of luck. Light it up, NYC. But uh, shout out to Johnny. Shout out to all you folks. We appreciate you. We're real thankful for all you dirties. We'll see you next week, dirties. See you next week, you dirty sons oh, of bitches. Oh, and look out for a new uh, lady-centric dropping this week. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more content to come on the Patreon over the next couple of weeks now that we're a little bit more situated. But uh, we appreciate you folks, and you guys have a nice day, okay? Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, 
you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.